0: From the WWE,
1: yes, yes, yes,
0: to TNA,
3: TNA! 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 and Ring of Honor, okay, okay, okay,
0: okay, okay. we've got you covered. So crack open a few beers.
3: Give me
1: a hell yeah!
0: Ask yourself. Three words.
1: Are you ready?
0: And get ready for the best wrestling podcast this side of the Second city. And if you don't believe us, just ask Rick Flair. Woo! Randy Savage.
1: Oh yeah. The wolf
0: pack. The rock if you're The list goes on and on. We're talking about the current state of professional wrestling, some old school professional wrestling, and everything in between. Mix in a little bit of the WWE network as well, and you've got the perfect storm. It's the Voice of the Voiceless Wrestling Podcast here on Windy City Underground.
3: This is the uh, Fightly Report and Voice of the Voiceless. Combined, this is a special podcast we have today. My name is Sean Len on Underground.com, your music, your station. I'm joined with two great hosts uh podcasts here on windy Underground. We've got the co-host of The Voice, The Voiceless, Scott. Hello. S- Scotty Too Hotty, Kina.
0: Yes, that's what some ladies call me, but most <laughs> mo- most of them don't.
3: Okay, and then we also got... <laughs> we got Famo from Black Polly. How are you guys doing today? Great. And I want to thank you guys for being on the Fightly Report, Voice of the Voiceless, special edition podcast. We're going to talk about CM Punk in the UFC. Announced at UFC 181, he is going to compete. He's stepping out of the WWE ring and into the UFC octagon. Just initial reaction. I mean, we know he's a big hero to the city of Chicago. We have nothing but love for him here. And he's stepping into a sport that, you know, something he is out of his element. You know, we know he has a background in Kenpo, in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and Muay Thai. But it's another thing to have a background in it, and it's another thing to compete with the world-class athletes of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. So just, like, right out of the gate, give me your reactions, guys.
0: Well, f- for me, it, it's a sh- it was a shock when it was initially announced because I figured that for his time away from wrestling that he was going to use that to fully heal his body because that was – what he claimed was the big reason he 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 you know he walked away from WWE in January was, was that staph infection and his health and his just general feeling of lousiness every day he woke up. So to hear that he's, I mean, I know he's not going to fight every day or every month or three times, you know, I get that, you know, UFC fighters have one or two fights every year, high profile, so he'll have time to recover between the fights. But if he's worried about injury or long-term risks, it's kind of interesting that he chose UFC as a profession because... You know, you're getting kicked and hit in the face and head and stomach for a living. But, I mean, I don't know how well he's going to do, but the only thing that matters, and, and obviously UFC knows it too, is is that this is going to equal do- big-time dollar signs. And, the, and, I mean, you look at what Brock Lesnar did for that company. Mm. He had seven fights with him. Seven. Yes. And I think four of his seven pay-per-view fights are in their top ten, like, grossing pay-per-views ever. And I think... Isn't UFC 100 still the only pay-per-view to ever get a million buys? Yeah. And that wasn't because of the undercard. It was because it was Lesnar going for the title against Frank Mir. Yeah. And he beat him. And it made him... You know, Lesnar was only went... Think about it. Lesnar only went 5-3 and three in right. UFC. That's not dominating. He doesn't get that, that title fight with Couture if he's just some regular Joe Schmo coming Mm -hmm. up through the system, but he's Brock Lesnar and I don't fault him or UFC for that. You, you put your moneymakers on TV and that's what they've done. And CM Punk is going to be the same thing because you're going to get the crossover audience again. If you have people who have never watched UFC or who have fallen away, if they're wrestling fans and they know punk is going to be on that card and especially his first fight there, some people are going to be tuning in, just to see to see to watch him get his ass kicked or they're going to be watching to see him kick whatever your rooting interest is in punk you're going to be watching so it's it's genius on both parts i don't know how well punk's going to do i'm concerned for him but maybe he'll train and, and become good enough i don't know it's definitely harder to do it's a bigger uphill climb when you're 30 we know when you're starting at 36 but you know couture wasn't exactly a spring chicken when he started either so I don't know. I, it's exciting for me. I've always been a punk fan. Supported the guy, you know. I've, I oh, I have a, I have you know T-shirts and hoodies and all that stuff. I, I respect him for being, you know, he lives his life the way he wants. You know, he does, you know, he lives straight edge because that's what he believes in, and you know, he does, he says and does what he wants because he's an individual, and that's what I respect about him. And you know, anyone who's mad at him for leaving WWE or going to UFC shouldn't be because it's not your life, it's his life. And if this is what he wants to do with his career. If you're a fan, support him. If you don't like him, don't watch. But either way, I don't know. I'm excited, and I know that UFC's got my money for his first pay-per-view.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Um, and we're also hear some feedback from the, uh, I'll play a clip here, from the MMA Hall of Fame president and his initial reactions, Ash Bowman. I
1: can see from both sides, uh, mm-hmm. from the business aspect of why he got signed on, but you know, from, from a from a fighter standpoint and from an athlete standpoint and somebody who sacrificed everything and put their entire life into something like the sport like I have, see someone just come right on in uh from a parallel not even really a parallel sport. And it's not even yeah. a real like it's an entertainment, don't get me wrong, and he's gifted and don't get I mean he's very gifted and he's very good at what he does, but the man's not even a legitimate pro athlete to even be crossing over to our sport. That's what I'm talking about.
3: Sure. Yeah. And he said that he does not agree with CM Punk being in the UFC, giving the opportunity, because there's hundreds of other MMA fighters, and you know, fighters such as him, he used to be a fighter, that they, they you know, they sweat, they blood, and you know, for blood for the business for, to be a fighter, and you know, so many guys that deserve the opportunity, not a guy who has an 0 0 MMA record. You know, Family, can you speak on that? The criticism early on that he's getting for oh. signing with the UFC mm-hmm. and where so many other fighters belong there. Well, I mean,
2: He's there because he belongs there, and uh, Zufa and Dana White, in my opinion, know what they're doing. Uh, it's not for us to tell who uh, should be in, in UFC or not. Uh, we don't know what parameters they're they're looking for in putting somebody in there. If he gets his butt whoop, he gets his butt whoop. I mean, they still sold out, so they're looking at it in a in, in business model. We're looking at it as a fan, you know. Right. That that that's my opinion on that. Yeah. yeah.
3: And, and, you know, I, just to speak again, I think, you know, from the Ariel Hawani interview, he's excited for this. He's feeling a nervous energy that he never did before, mm. you know, that he went in-depth with Ariel Hawaii. He doesn't know what weight class he's going to compete at yet. There's a lot of things in the air. He doesn't know what train camp he's going to be with. But he has trained with Henner Gracie, who's one of the top BJJ guys in the nation. Mm. Actually, who is the uh, husband of Eve, yeah, from WWE, from E. Torres. Well, and well, uh they, yeah. Yeah, so that. they have the connection. He actually trains though Triple H too, I heard, and Stephanie. I mean, now and then, you know. And so it's gonna be interesting to see CM Punk and I. well it'd be interesting to actually to see them all in a uh jujitsu competition. Well not a competition but a practice. Could you imagine Triple H walks in there when Punk is there and they'll be going at it for real? But um You know, moving on. I think this is a this is a a crazy move by UFC, but we've seen it before in the past. We've seen James Tony coming to the UFC, thinking he was going to knock out Couture straight out cold. That Mm. didn't happen. Mm -hmm. He got taken down. He saw that this is a different game. You know, and we've seen some other you know crazy fighters that were signed, like Brock Lesnar. But the difference is Brock Lesnar had a a, um, NCAA Division One. A background. He had a background, background, yeah, he was the champion. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, he had a wrestling background, a wrestling pedigree. This is this is this is real competition here. This is not a uh, a wrestling show. It's not an entertainment show. This is gotta be this is real. You know, and he may, like you said, Scott, he's coming in injured. That doesn't bode well for him. The wear and tear of wrestling does add up after a while. So, just guys, what you know, not knowing who he's going to fight, we know he might be someone not in the top ten, probably someone you know, not even ranked you know in the in the division someone who has like less than 5 fights who's probably there because he's from a top MMA camp and that's another issue altogether what how do you see this fight playing out how do you see Punk's performance and his injuries affecting him going into this fight knowing how his condition of his body
0: well i think i think Dana White's already stated it i i don't think you're going to have to worry about him facing someone who's established or even somebody who has may, maybe more than two or three professional fights under his belt i think Dana White's already said that Punk's going to probably face somebody. He's going to face somebody with a zero and zero record, or zero, you know, a one or two fight record possibly. So, I think for Punk, he's had ten months to heal. He's never had this much time off in eight years. So there's a good chance that maybe he's already healed and ready to go. And maybe, you know, he's been training and he's been, you know, doing better because he hasn't been on the road for 10 months. And when your body is go, go, go for eight years and you finally get, you know, he's been gone for almost a year. So he's had the time to heal and, you know, got rid of that staff. In fact, so he's he's better to go. And, you know, he's got his new life and his wonderful new wife. Yeah, I'm going to say it his wonderful wife. And uh, so, you know, he's got a lot of good stuff going for him. So this might be maybe he feels that if he truly feels he's never coming back to wrestling. And he has, you know, he wants to do one more thing while he's still in his quote-unquote prime. Why not do something else he loves? Because he's always shown an interest in mixed martial arts. I mean, he's the the Gracie stuff, like to the ring. He's wearing the hoodies, and they've shown the the clips of him doing, you know, some of the the Muay Thai stuff. So it's it's there. It's just, is he good enough to make it? And my answer is, I don't think he'll ever be a champion of anything. But. Whether he fights one fight or 10 fights or somewhere in between, because I think they said he they signed him to a multi-fight deal four four fights, something like that. So, you know, whether he goes 0 and 4 or 2 and 2, it doesn't matter. It's every fight CM Punk is scheduled for is is going to make money. And, you know, for people who think that, you know, UFC has lost a little popularity, I don't know that for sure. But Dana White's a shrewd businessman, and, <laughs> and he made a he made a very very smart move here. And it's criticized by some, it's loved by some. But the bottom line is, everyone's going to be watching the haters and the lovers, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. So, so yeah, D- Dana White will take your criticism and, and cash it in at the, at his local bank. So <laughs> he he doesn't care. But I think Punk will be ready, or as ready as he can be. I think he's going to train. He's going to train hard. I mean, he's someone who takes his training and and cardio and all that stuff very seriously. So I think he'll be ready. It just depends on how much more ready the guy is or isn't who's, you know, on the other side of that octagon.
3: I agree, Scott. You know, dedication to me is a key part of CM Punk. He dedicated himself to professional wrestling. He was a professional wrestling nerd, loved loved the intricacies of the sport. Loved. He actually paid homage to Bret Hart during some of his matches, the Macho Man. And that's what I will never, ever question is the dedication. Punk, he wrestled 434 days. He They put the title on him because they had the confidence that he would go out there and perform the same way to full capacity every night. And in the so many years that he wrestled, especially in the WWE... We're talking about specifically there. He never injured someone. That's really important. That's the most important thing about doing wrestling match. He didn't injure anybody, and he never got injured. And that speaks to the longevity, his dedication. And I have no question he's going to dedicate himself 100%. This is... This is serious. He's putting himself on the line. There's no backing out. Once you go on national T V and say you're gonna fight, there's no backing down. That that's all I have to say, you know, and he's gonna do it. He's not gonna back down. He's gonna represent the city of Chicago. And the question is from here, what weight class, what fighter he's gonna fight, and I believe, Famo, you have a
2: uh, you have a comment on that? Yeah, I, I was uh looking on the internet, uh bleacher report, I guess. And they said something about uh, I, I can't pronounce the guy's name.
3: That's Catal uh, Pendred,
2: and he Catal said that uh, he just won the lottery. That's that was the hashtag I just won a lottery. So I don't really believe that he thinks that uh, CM Punk is actual opponent that he needs to fear.
3: <laughs> but but that's he's you no know, he's saying that that he could be his first opponent and I actually don't see that happening. You don't think so? No, because Catal is pretty up there. I mean, he was on the Ultimate Fighter. Mm-hmm. He trains Conor McGregor. I don't know. I don't. I think it's gonna be someone lower than Catal. You know, we, it's someone we don't know. That's what I'm saying. You have any comments, Scott?
0: Yeah, I think, like I said, I think the fighter is going to be either just as experienced or maybe a shred more experienced. I don't think you're going to see him. He's not going to get in that octagon with anyone who has more than two or three fights. Yeah,
2: they're going to warm him up. They're going to warm him
0: yeah, up because, like you, you know, it's like CM Punk versus Anderson Silva. We know how that's going to go. Right. You know, you don't, you don't want to. I mean, it, that if you want to talk about a test, there's a test for you. In my opinion, probably the greatest of all time during his his prime. Right. There, Anderson Silva. Oh, he's so coming back now. So yeah, I hope so. I He's love that back. guy, but his his run with with his belt. I mean, that's to me that's the best, most dominant run in MMA history. So other than Gracie, yeah,
2: Gracie, yeah, other than
0: Gracie, yeah, but uh,
2: but that's old school. Yeah, that's that's a little old school. <laughs> that
0: that's back when it was almost kind of cockfighting. So. But now there's actually a little more skill involved, so okay. I, I would have to give it to Silva. But you know they're not going to put him in with somebody like that. He's going to get a guy who's zero and one, or one and one, or one and zero, or maybe zero and zero. Maybe they find another guy who's who's up and coming right, and, right. and kind of on Punk's skill level or Punk's skill set, because you know Punk's not going to be like a all. He's not going to be like an all world wrestler. He, he, he's not like that's what that's how Lesnar won all almost all his fights because Lesnar couldn't strike with anybody
1: he has a glass
0: jaw and it got exposed in his last two fights he got he got knocked down and he almost lost to carwin because he couldn't he couldn't stand up brock lesnar's game was get you down get on top of you end a fight because nobody in the ufc was even close to being as strong as that guy yeah
2: and he's too big he's just too big
0: that's why he's he's the best pure wrestler that they ever had in that business the problem was is when he was on his feet he was incredibly beatable so if punk can be more (laughs) well-rounded then I think that's good. I think he's going to use a lot of kicks and I think he's going to have to learn how to strike. Because otherwise, if he gets taken to the ground, if he goes against anybody with experience, I don't know if he can stand a chance, you know, mm-hmm. pulling on the mat. So, I don't know. It, it's it's exciting, and I just can't see them feeding him to the wolves right away. I, I honestly think UFC really, really hopes he wins his first fight. Too. Of course.
3: Me it me makes too. them more money. Me too. And then some early impressions. Uh, King Mohamed Malal uh, p- tweeted a picture of him. Not only him, Frankie Edgar and I believe Roy Nelson all training together. Had a sparing session, and King Mo was very impressed. Said his level was at a brown belt. I believe he holds a purple belt. But he said, I didn't even know what a belt he was. Right off the way, he, he just impressed me as a brown belt. Said he was very very good, very tough. Even King Mo mentioned that how taller he is than King Mo. And he wanted, he wanted CM Punk to squat down. Instead, he squatted down. So, I mean, the overall support is amazing for CM Punk. You know, UFC fighters are not acting like he's taking their spot. I mean, at least the top guys are. Daniel Cormier said they want to train him. The newly crowned welterweight champion Robbie Lawler has said he wants to train Punk. So I mean, there's going to be no shortage of camps and training places for him to go. So that's that's great right off the bat. That's the support. As his opponent is, we don't know what weight class. I think he wants to make welterweight because it's going to be a lot easier. But the weight cut is going to kill him. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna have to at least cut like about 25 to 30 pounds. I think he's, yeah, he's around. He's coming a little heavy because he, he had time off and everything. But I believe he can do it. I think he's going to be like Christian Bale how did Batman, you know, just lose the weight. I mean, just a similar, you know, put someone in that position. They're going to lose it. There's no doubt he's going to put the work in. He's not going to be a on his couch watching Blackhawks games. He's going to be putting the work in. There's, you're not going to see Punk for a while you know in the public eye he's just gonna he's just gonna be an, an he's an animal that's St- straight up what do you think about that family he's just speak on his dedication potential
2: I, I don't think that this man got to this point in his life being as successful as he is without preparing himself I don't think he would have even thought of signing up for the UFC if he wasn't already training I'm not talking about he signed it and then started training so before he even thought he could even do it he had to put himself through the paces like you said he, he has a background in martial arts so he's been doing you know soft competitions we just don't know anything about yeah. it. that's just my opinion uh, this man is not just going to get into the ring and just fight you know he's, well, he's going to
3: be prepared yeah. and and the date looks like about <laughs> mid 2015 and he actually talked about Chicago being a possibility, maybe yeah. about November 2015. But then he said Chicago. He actually threw a hint, uh, Danny Scott. He said that Chicago might have a, a event scheduled sooner than when he plans to fight coming into the, U- the UFC.
0: So I actually didn't hear about that. So they're gonna they're gonna try and. They're going to try and put him in Chicago for his first fight.
3: Well, he he had commented that on the uh, on the interview of Ariel Hawani. Then he said that it might be November. He might be ready. And then he said that Chicago has a event scheduled before hinted at that something that wasn't supposed to come out. Something he only knew because UFC released
0: their schedule events yeah. didn't didn't release the locations.
2: So maybe he's trying to get plugged into Chicago. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Would it be a paper? You think they put him on pay-per-view or is it they put him on one of the like live on Fox
3: shows? Absolutely pay-per-view. And I, I, and I want to talk about the placement. He will be in the top three to four fights on the pay-per-view. He won't be the opening. I think he'll be, he won't make co-event main event. He'll be the
0: third to last at least,
3: if not the second fight overall.
0: Yeah, I read the, well, what's his name? You would know this. The guy who used to be the Green Power Ranger apparently has made some overtures yes. towards uh, facing Punk in his first fight. Yeah, that's
3: Jason David Frank, and who was not in the UFC, but currently is 11 and 0 on the amateur level. So he—that's impressive. I think that might be on a level above CM Punk. I'm not sure that this fight is, is a nerd's paradise.
0: Power Ranger versus a WWE superstar. Oh, wow. You know, oh, wow.
3: you know what I mean?
0: The Green Power Ranger versus CM Punk. Yeah. yeah. Now if the guy wears his green Power Ranger outfit oh, to I the love Octagon him. I love him. And Punk and Punk wears him. his gear and comes yeah. out. As long as Punk I hope Punk is able to get cult of personality yes. for his for his uh, Octagon song as he walks to the Octagon mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Cuz like even though it was cool when Brock came out to Master of, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Enter Sandman, if you go to come out to his WWE theme it would have yeah. been a lot better. But I know that like they have to go through licensing and stuff, yeah. but it'll be interesting to see: is he going to call himself CM Punk, or are they going, no. or is it going to be Phil CM Punk, Punk Brooks, or is he just going to go by his his real name?
3: Yeah, he had mentioned that on the Ariel, Ariel Hawani interview that <laughs> well, hey, that takes care of the nickname. He doesn't have a room to make a cool nickname if he comes out to Phil CM Punk Brooks, so that's all his decision. He might come out altogether with a new name, and as part of the uh, outfits concern, I believe that the Reebok uh, sponsorship will be. In place, the Reebok uniform, so he won't have too much individually individuality decisions to make on that. But the, as far as the music is concerned, Personality is open because UFC uses real licensed music; they don't they don't make their own music for their fighters.
0: No, yeah, I think uh, I think he's. I actually think the sponsorships, especially when it comes to his his training camp and the ring gear that he wears. The ring gear, to, to, you know, the gear to the octagon. They slap tons of you know sponsors right. on there and Logos, I mean, yeah. I mean, Brock has signed so long that he's back in WWE and he's still wearing his MMA shorts yep. because he he has sponsorship deals that still are ongoing. So he's in WWE wearing Jimmy John's and Slim Jim's logo mm-hmm. on on his on his butt while he wrestles because he's got a contract. He's yep. you know they're they're paying him a lot of money to to, to advertise. And I think there's going to be. I don't think it's going to be like a, a foot race or, a, or or you know a battle. To the death but i think a lot of people are going to be a lot of camps are going to you know want to put their foot in to you know cm punk's camp and like, hey, come come with us we've got the best training facilities and yes. we would love to have you wear our t-shirts on everything you do and everywhere right. you go yeah. you know like what was it De- death clutch for brock lesnar yeah that company was the best-selling mma t-shirt oh, wow. for like a year and a half because mm-hmm. you have one right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that and that's because of brock lesnar right oh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and just to speak on that everything outside of the ufc
3: Except for fight week, weigh-ins, and the actual fight, you can have sponsorships. But in the new Reebok deal, there's a uniform policy, and everything has to be done with Reebok for the UFC. They get paid by Reebok. That's starting in mid-2015. Wow. Yep, so that will affect that. And then uh, I just wanted to talk about, you know, just just CM Punk. You know, how awesome would be United Center, UFC pay-per-view, around August or maybe November how awesome would it be? He comes out, part of the pay-per-view card. He comes out, and you see a true sellout for the first time for UFC the United States. There's never been a true sellout where every seat was taken up to the rafters. I guarantee it, people who have never watched this sport before, they will come out in droves to support CM Punk, especially in Chicago. I think any arena nationwide, it's going to be a sellout because of
0: him, but especially in Chicago... You're gonna have to turn millions of people away. I honestly think they should get him at the All State Arena because that's where right. WWE runs their shows and that's where he's had that's where he had his biggest moments yeah. as a wrestler. And that's really and I know it's technically Rosemont, but it Just Rosemont. Rosemont's man, yeah. like an extension of Chicago, essentially. It's like suburban Chicago and you know, they always when WWE broadcasts they don't say we're live from Rosemont at the else. All- they always say Chicago. Right. And and the All State Arena is more is more of an intimate Place for something like that. There's less place for the. It sounds. It'll sound louder there. And there's the background of you know. You know. He became a champion in WWE here. Can he start his path right. in Chicago? So I think the Allstate Arena, even though it holds a lot less people, I think it's a better venue. It has the history tied into it, and it's just a louder, more boisterous place. And then I know that they've had a, they've had a pay per view at Allstate already anyway. So I think if you're going to do in Chicago. Put it there and tie that in, and that that's even better for the storyline. You can talk about that going in, that this is his old stomping grounds and, you know, something like
3: that. Well, I agree, Scott, but the thing is, I think they're going to go United Circus. They've been doing it recently. But that's a great, you know, that's a great thought. And the question is, will his wife be attending? AJ Lee. <laughs> will she be in attendance? And, like, how will she feel it? Like, Punk's getting whooped. Like, was she going to put her face to the floor and not look? Or how do you think she's going to take all this?
0: I don't know. All I hope is that the camera focuses on her early and often. <laughs>
3: I agree. I mean, what do you think, Famo, about her? You know,
0: seeing us. Uh, okay. She's a celebrity herself. People have been looking at
3: her in the audience. What she's thinking of how Punk's doing. Well, that's winning or losing.
2: Uh, that's always a a question people ask. You know, about the the mothers and the the wives and girlfriends. Yeah,
3: I mean Shane Carwin. Before Shane Carwin fought Lesnar, his wife was not even Shane Carwin's wife was not even looking at the fight. She had her face to the floor. Right. The whole fight. Some people can't take it. you know? No, they can't take it. But their, JJ, their you know, the one other getting pounded. <laughs> <laughs> Who can, though?
2: <laughs> you, you wouldn't want to be with a woman that just can accept, oh, yeah, he just got yeah. whooped. It's not a big deal. No, so I mean. Yeah.
3: Well, I think we, this is a wrap. Uh, we talked everything we could with more information coming out weight class, an opponent, and a date and a venue for CM Punk's UFC debut. Um, again, a lot of fighters are coming out in support of him. Yeah. Uh, watch the Ariel Hawani interview on MMAfighting.com. He went into depth on that, and just excitement. There's a buzz. There's something that MMA hasn't gone in a while, not since Brock Lesnar in 2008. There is a buzz going about. The UFC is is gonna is poised for a great year with a lot of great champions coming back, including one former champions, including Anderson Silva, maybe Jason George St. Pierre. A lot of great fights lined up, and I believe the UFC will look to capitalize on CM Punk to the fullest capacity when he makes his debut next year. More information on the Fight League Report. I want to thank Famo. I want to thank Scott thank you, Kina man, thank for the you. voice of the voiceless Fight League Report. Special podcast about CM Punk. Only on WindyCityOntheGround.com, your music, your station.
1: i personality. I like Mussolini and Kennedy. I'm the cult of personality. The cult of personality. The cult of personality. and the cotton first